Yeah, I'm him. I'm him. You don't have to be formal. Just call me Bob. Yeah, okay. yeah. Don't go, don't go crazy. Hi, right, Tina. All right. Good. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes I feel like a cartoon character. You know, I'm a burning Bob. I'm like a serious scientist. You know. Robert D. Candido, Ph.D., or Birding Bob, as he is known to his legions of fans, has been leading bird walks in Central Park since the 1980s. I grew up in the Bronx. I got interested in birds because we had a backyard. And in our yard, occasionally, we would get hummingbirds, blue jays, and robins mm -hmm. would nest. It's got me a little National Geographic guide to the birds. And in my early 20s, I started hitchhiking around the United States. And I realized when I got out to the West, I could identify the birds that I saw because of the books that I remembered as a kid I looked at. At that point, I went back to school. I did some internships with bald eagles, with raptors. I like raptors a lot. And I started to find them in, in New York City at Pelham Bay Park, which is a big coastal park. I would look for owls at night because I was a runner. I'd run at night, see hawks. And so that became sort of my focus. And then one thing led to another. I finished up a PhD and worked for the parks department as their biologist. I uh, got fired. <laughs> and then so I figured, well, if I don't do the bird walks anymore, I, I, all the people that I got to know over the last 10, 15 years, I won't know anymore. Everything will be gone, so I better keep doing them. So, so I did. I accompanied Bob on several of his world-famous birding tours, which draw crowds of up to 50 people, birding experts and novices alike. At the top of the hill for everybody to catch their breath, get together, and I can do a little intro to show you. You know, I'm not a crazy nut when you do something crazy by coming on this walk. From there, Bob generally takes the group into a large clearing surrounded by many different types of trees. These trees offer a chance to glimpse many different types of small birds. Chest Although the groups often see rare birds, Bob and his followers are excited about pretty much everything they see, except robins and pigeons. Here are clips of some of the birds that we saw. First, a wood duck. A winter wren. That's a wren. Is that a wren? Yeah, that's a winter wren. That's the wren right there. That's the wren down in there in the hole. Oh, because it's shaped like a golf ball with a little tail sticking out. Okay. <laughs> a Cape May warbler. Oh, there's a Cape May in there. Oh, oh, oh Cape May. All right, Cape May. Cape May. Maybe that was what. Yeah, there's a Cape May. Oh, there. You want to look for a bird that has like a, a yellowish wash on the chest with heavy streaks on the breast. Bob's daily focus over the past 30 years has been bringing the magic of birding to the good people of New York City. But not to be a bird snob, I really enjoy doing the research in New York City. Like we worked up a lot of the Empire State Building at night. Mm -hmm. We work with screech owls here in Central Park. So, you know, I really am from New York and finding out the history of birds here and working in the city is, is a lot of fun because I care about the yeah. place. It's my home. You know, the, the take home message from all of this is that every day the world becomes more and more like New York City some parkland with a lot of development around it. These places are just as critical and important because they're stopover habitats for birds. You know, birds can't avoid cities, like people can't avoid cities, you know? And most of the world's people now live in a city. So if you want to reach people about the importance of the environment and how urban environments are important not only for birds, uh, but for people as well, this is a good place to start.